Today is Sunday, June 18th, 2023, and I have a special guest this evening. Well, I'm recording it on Sunday evening. My special guest is someone who has not been on the podcast in a very long time, but this person just finished his lifelong career and just retired on Friday. And if you hadn't figured it out right now, it is my husband. Congratulations, husband. Thank you, husband. Oh. <laughs> Yay. So how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. How are you feeling about being retired? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about the decision I, I made. Um, I made my decision to retire actually a year and a half ago. Um, and I, I planned it out. I worked with the financial planner. I'm retiring a bit earlier than um, I guess I should have, but I wanted, I wanted to retire. And so I worked with the financial planner and made certain that I could do that. And I did. And I um, hung in there for another year, and uh, Friday was my last day. I ended a 28-year career, career, well, actually a 28-year career teaching um, in this area, but a 30-year career in education. That's right. Well, congratulations. I hope you have a wonderfully happy retirement. Yes, and you and, gave me a lovely party yesterday. Well, I was just going to get into that and say we've done a couple things to lead up to your retirement. One was on Thursday we went to um, your, um, not his name, but what is his position? He's your... Um, head of the, my department. Head of your department. And it, all of the people in his department were at this guy's house, and um, they were celebrating two retirees, another guy who was retiring, and my husband. And that was a very nice little retirement or party. Or other, uh, other colleagues who had retired before I did, uh, they were there as well. I hadn't seen, you know, since COVID, um, I hadn't seen at least one of my colleagues who had, re- had retired. I mean, we couldn't have any gatherings or anything. Um, and then another retiree um, retired, left the profession, um, a bit earlier than that, and we just hadn't, we just couldn't get together uh, because of the, you know, the times we were in with COVID, so they were there as well, so it was nice to see them all, and I, I couldn't have had a better send-off, um, and then, of course, the party last night was just wonderful. Well, that was on Thursday, and um, where did we go to dinner on Wednesday night? San Lorenzo. No, Wednesday night. I went to Chef Jeff's. <laughs> no, that is the theme music to the Nora O'Donnell CBS Evening uh, News. Oh, okay. And All you right. know that her husband her, is the chef. Is yeah. the chef? Oh, well, owns the restaurant. Owner, yeah. Anyway, and my listeners know that every time I talk about going to Chef Jeff's, I have to play that music. Um, I got that from. I mean, I. Got the idea from I thought I had won something. No, I'm moving around this chair. We, I should say that we are currently recording in the um, uh, living or the dining room. The dining room studio. The dining room studio. So there might be a little echo. I'm not sure. And you might hear other noises. Um, we are recording on my brand new 
roadcaster duo. I I was not expecting it until like mid-July, and then I got an email on Friday saying it was coming. And um, so I quickly set it up, and um, here we are. Um, Also, my husband's mic, because I I don't have another pod mic, a really nice microphone, he is recording on the um, DJI wireless mic that I have plugged in through kind of a janky thing. It's a, well, it's just a cord, (laughs) but it goes into the back of the duo and it's able to capture his um, wireless audio. And I did that because, you know, he has issues with microphones, so it's best if the microphone is just right there on him. It is. So, anyway, so Wednesday night we went to um, Chef Jeff's. Then Thursday we had the um, party at your um, chair, um, chair, chair of your, what are Depart- head of my department. Head of your department. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember these things. And then on Friday night, we went to a very special dinner at... San Lorenzo. San Lorenzo, which is down on 9th Street. It's an Italian restaurant. And what did you have? I had grilled halibut with a sweet... Um, Sweet corn puree with a scrape of hazelnut, and it was just phenomenal. Fresh, fresh ingredients, um, and we had a, a delicious um, chardonnay. For, uh, it was actually, I think a Tuscan chardonnay. It was quite good. What did you have? I had some uh, fettuccine um, tossed in some butter and parmesan. And they did that just for you. They did it just for me, because I said I would just like some simple pasta. Well, you wanted the rabbit ragu. And I said, no, do not get that. You cannot eat rabbit. I forbid it. Well, so I did not I did not have because the rabbit. Because you are so adventurous. That's food. exactly it. Yes. Um, okay, so then that was Friday night. And then Saturday, we had about 12 people over. Yeah. To celebrate your birth, not your birthday, <laughs> your retirement. Yes. And we had, of course, lots of wine, and uh, we decided food, to, a lot of food. We decided to have it catered by our local grocery store, and yeah. we may have gotten too much food. What do you think? Well, you never know. I mean, I'm I'm used to doing all the cooking, um, and we got sizes or proportions of food that it was suitable for a small gathering. I didn't want a large large party right um and that's what we got then when we put it out all out on the table like holy shit this is a lot of food (laughs) i know um and we're fortunate in that we live in an area where supermarkets are pretty you know giants a chain Mm -hmm. but um you can get quality products there it's not like going kroger out and out in the, the suburbs or whatever. So the, I was surprised. And the cheeses were absolutely phenomenal. Everyone was impressed with the cheeses. I know. They couldn't believe that they had gotten those at Giant. It's, it's, but it's cheeses you would get at Wegmans. I mean, yeah. and um, we had uh, chicken, three kinds of uh, chicken wings, the boneless chicken wings. I got the Cajun wings. And you ate all of that spicy Chicken, I don't know how you did it, but you did. Well, um, I was forced to eat this, this plain barbecue. You were eating so much spicy food. 
And then um, we had, oh, shrimp we had. And here's where I ordered one pound of shrimp on skewers, and that's what they charged us. And then, but I thought, this is really large. And I got it home, and I took off the, like, holy, this is like three pounds of shrimp. Yeah, I think they made so a they, mistake. So they there. screwed that up, but now I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm making some seafood gumbo with it tomorrow. Um, but anyway, we had a lot of food um, and wine, and we, I got a lot of wine as retirement gifts. Um, and it was just a lovely evening. It was. And I gave you a little glass plaque that said... Uh, it basically acknowledged that I made a difference in so many lives. Exactly, yes, yes. And um, nobody uh, got tipsy. No, it wasn't, um, it wasn't, wasn't a that drinking kind of party, yeah. event, even though, we, well, we got a little tipsy. Well, but that was... Left, but we had leftover champagne and... That was the after party. Just for our... Just, just for, for us. us. Yes. <laughs> well, we had some, some champagne left and a little bit of rosé and a little bit of... Um, uh, had an Italian um, wine. I forget the variety, the variety, but it, it it's like Sauvignon Blanc. It was the most popular wine of the evening. It was only like thirteen bucks, and it um, was was the hit of the evening. But you know, it's summer, and the foods we had were snack deli kinds of foods. Yeah. Um, but there was a little bit of that left. Um, and you had so we finished. We we just kind of finished that and. Enjoyed, and you had coleslaw, and potato salad, and coleslaw, potato salad. Well, we some, had some vegetarians, right, and some pasta. So salad. I had options for for them. We had pasta salad, um, and we just kind of like you know, chit chatted and ate and drank, and then I gathered everyone around the table in the dining room, and I said just a very few words, and then I was interrupted by one of our um, good friends. <laughs> And then a few people said, said a couple of nice things about you. And then, um, I, well, we had a cake. We had, we had cake. cake that yes. said, you know, happy retirement. And uh, we had cake. And then pretty much everyone was gone by like 11 o'clock, weren't they? Yes. And then we stayed up for like another two hours because I was cleaning. Well, we were both cleaning and picking things up. Well, um, cleaning things up and being silly and whatever. Yeah. And then drinking a little too much and um, getting dirty. But, you know. Anyway, um, so everyone will be asking this question, and I know, I already know because I've already asked it, and, and you're not really sure, but everybody's going to want to know, what are you going to do now that you're retired? I'm going to take that one day at a time. One day at a time. So my plan is to treat summer as I would normally treat summer. Um, because, correct, um, which is, you know, sleeping a little later, but um, having a lot of free time and playing some tennis and... and you're going to learn? Learn some pickleball. Um, I got pickleball paddle as a gift from my department. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to think about the fact that I am retired, because that, that's a daunting task to think, well, I have to now replace a whole routine with something else, and I have, I have to know what that is right now. No, you don't. Well, I don't. But uh, so, and so when August rolls around and it dawns on me that I really should be 
getting my classroom set up and, and planning the history lessons for the first month and sitting through boring meetings um, and listening to useless bullshit. All the teacher training you're going to miss. administrators who haven't been in a classroom in forever. Um, I think that's when I'm just going to maybe take some cooking classes or do something, um, do some things that I've wanted to do but couldn't do because I had a full-time job and then would come home and grade a shit ton of papers. And be and, exhausted. Um, whatever, so... Um, and then, you know, next January I turn 60 and That's it's right. a new year. And so maybe, you know, I have a goal and I don't think it has to be a new career. It could be, um, something else, maybe being, being more, more mindful about my day and what I'm doing. And, um, maybe you could join me a little bit more often on podcasts. Maybe I can. Or um, continue uh, some passions, like uh, I've always wanted to master uh, some techniques in, in French cooking. Um, right. So pursue that, or I don't know, we'll just see. But until then, I'm not really going to think much about it. I'm just going to enjoy now. And everyone was last, asking us last night, will we be traveling? Will we be traveling? And the answer is that we will be doing some local travel. This summer, yes. But uh, the good thing about this now is that we can travel off-season. Correct. We don't have, we're don't. we not tied to the summer. And take advantage of cheaper airfares. And I have to get, I will have to adjust to, even if I had full retirement, I still would not be getting the kind of pay that I'm getting, net, I mean, I'm, I'm doing well as a as a as a teacher, with uh, you know my level of experience and and education. I have a master's plus sixties. That's the equivalent of a PhD. I even if I had stayed through full retirement, I would not be make be making the money I'm making now. So I, you know I have to kind of gauge my you know pension and plan that out and get used to that and you know planning ahead if we want to travel i have to know we're going to do that and make a plan for that even though as retirees we get very generous colas yes as you've just found out so yes um, so i'm getting five percent <laughs> well yeah well retirees in my county got that too last year so um and and i finally get paid 12 months a year right. as opposed to 10 um, so, a travel that can wait, you know, going somewhere across the country, around the world, that can wait, wait until next year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm, it's, it's a plan and it's not a plan. It's a, a plan to just take it day by day and do the things you want to do. Yes. Now, I, I can guarantee you one thing you're absolutely going to do, and that is sleeping late because... You, I, I know, I, I'm sure I've told this story before, but during the time you worked, your alarm would go off at 525, and then you would pick up your phone and press snooze. And that, then we, you snoo, we snoozed for, for nine minutes, and then the alarm would go off again, and you would hit that snooze button again. I know. And go for another nine minutes. It's the perception that I'm sleeping later. 
but it was it's at five forty three now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but now that's going to change. As I said, you're going to stay sleeping later, and I'm going to continue to get up early. But at six o'clock, now it's five forty five. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, because I really do want to continue doing my walking, and to do that, I need to get up early so that it's cooler, and you know, walk when it's cooler. Well, I actually prefer exercising when it's warm and hot. I like working up a sweat. and I would rather play tennis at 2 o'clock in the afternoon than at 10 o'clock in the morning. So. Well, I don't know. I'm not even doing anything right now, and I'm sweating. I know. And it's not It's very cool and comfortable in this house. No, I think it's like 74. You're, men- you're menopausal. Let's, let's just get that out there. Men- men- you're, you're having a hot flash. Am I menopausal? Yes. <laughs> You are correct. You are menopausal. Oh, I should not touch the table because I can hear that in the recording. Um, okay, so we talked about what you're going to do, that you're retired, and let's see, what are you drinking this evening? Um, well, not a lot of folks drink red wine. I did notice that, yeah. Um, I think because it was, you know, it is summer, and... What we had were just, we had make your own um, sub, san, um, um, sub sandwiches and yeah. it's salads and you know, lighter body fare and the um, chicken wings, some of them were spicy and so cooler wines and, and lighter bodied wines. And I knew that was going to be the case because all the reds I picked were also lighter bodied. Yes. But... We didn't have much white wine to finish. That's why we were just up for a couple hours being silly and finishing them. We didn't have, we didn't have room in the refrigerator either. But all the red wines, uh, there's almost full bottles of red wine. Well, we had, um, you had selected four bottles of red wine to share with the... Yes, club. and then friends of ours brought a red wine from Provence. Yes. And Provence, you know, in France, if you're Excuse here me. or there in, these, in the regions of France... You only make the the Bordeaux blends. You only do the Rhone blends. Um, in Provence, it's usually rosé, but this one label does produce. It's the only producer of red wine, and it was lovely. That was actually the most popular red wine yesterday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, light body, some a little bit of you know black pepper and. There was a little bit left, but you just you had that for dinner when we had. There was like a half a glass left. Yeah. It was it was nice. Yeah, uh, but the rest of it's still around. Honey, what did you do? I told you not to do that. <laughs> I can't help myself. I know you can't, but you can help. You can help that. I know you're yeah. right. I I'm playing with the sounds because um, when they when I had the Rodecaster Pro two. I deleted all the factory sounds, and so now that this one has all the factory sounds on it. Don't make me use my teacher voice. Well, I just retired it on Friday. Oh, that's good, then. That's very good. Now, tomorrow is Juneteenth. Are you doing anything to celebrate? And really, is it a a, a celebrating thing? I was just going to ask that. Is it remembering? Do you know why we have Juneteenth? Yes. Can you tell all of us? Uh, it was the day uh, that um, the last um, community of 
freed slaves were told that they were actually free, um, even though they had been free for a while. And so that, and I forget the state, was it Texas? I, I actually don't know. Well, let's look it up. Okay, well, you have your phone right there. I feel uh, like I should know more because I'm from the South, but uh, I, um, let's see. I, I should know more about it, too. Well, you're asking the question. You should know the answer, shouldn't you? I know, you're right. Yeah. Okay, here it is. A Juneteenth is a federal holiday in the United States commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African Americans, deriving its name from combining June. Yes, it's Texas. And 19th, it is, a, it is celebrated on the anniversary of the order by Major General Jordan, Gordon Granger, yeah. proclaiming freedom for the slaves in Texas on June 19th, 1865. You were Two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was Correct. issued. That's how slow um, news traveled back then. Uh, I think that was deliberately okay, slowed down. Come on, let's be honest. Let's I'm, be honest I'm, I'm, All right. I, I completely agree with you. <laughs> well, listen, do you have anything else you would like to tell the listeners? Well, you know, I, processing retirement and making that decision. I had a student ask me, one of my seniors, as they're out to go out into college in the work world, um, when do you know it's time to retire? Right. And maybe your listeners or some of your listeners are wondering the same thing. I don't know about your process. I know you, you had finished your 30 years and you were, it, was, it was your time. Definitely. Um, I was ready. Um, I said to her, when the burnout is so bad, regardless of what you're doing, when the burnout is so bad that you cannot plow through one more day, when it's really about your own mental, emotional health, when you start thinking about uh, your own physical, like, what am I doing the right thing to, to take care of myself? Right. Um, when you're, uh, you're going to work and you're, at least in, in, in education, um, the, I, I think I worked harder the past two or three years since COVID. I worked harder than I did when I first started teaching. And then because everything went virtual, everything was online, um, managing uh, behavior that was just out of control or just the whole list of things. And then not finding a substitute teacher when I was, you know, I you have to had go to the nerve doctor issues in my left yeah. arm and I would just go to work in pain and feeling horrible and knowing I shouldn't be here. And then the, I had my shingle shot um, and I was told there, you know, you will get some side effects. Nothing prepared me for the side effects from that shingle shot. I honestly thought I had the flu. Um, it was so bad. But I knew that at five o'clock in the morning, I was not getting a substitute teacher. So I just I got myself to work and did my tap dance because I knew no one, I couldn't find a sub. So that's when you, you, know, you have to really think about yourself and what's best for your own physical and mental and emotional health. And when you do get to that burnout level, regardless of what you're doing, uh, make your plans, yeah, weigh yeah. your options, make a smart 
an informed decision. And if it means uh, buying, uh, you know, one less, I don't know, pair of pair shoes. shoes or canceling a wine membership, a wine club, or maybe uh, delaying that vacation for a while until you are financially comfortable doing that, if, it, if that's what it takes to feel like you're taking care of yourself, that's what's important. And as I told the head of your department, I don't think you, I don't think you would have lasted another one to two years. I could not have lasted. And your mental health would my, have been in the gutter. I have heard from more than one veteran. They were so proud of me for doing this. They have children. They have mortgages. They have kids they're putting through college. They can't. They can't make that step. But it it's been rough. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how younger younger. I don't know how you would advise. I know you have a, a young niece who's teaching. Um, oh, she's how do you advise young people who want to go into education or anything in public service? I think when you're serving the public in this day and age, when you're dealing you know, with the Karens or the, 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 um, some of the younger people we have in this building, for example, who don't know how to pay their, their, their maintenance fee and then come to the board meetings complaining because... No one, no, no one showed them how to pay their bills. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? And these are, they're twenty-somethings. Anyway, yeah. So that's what's out there, um, and I think it's generational. I think I'm at an age where I don't really, I, I can't really process um, some of the some of the behavior that um, I saw, and you get no backup from administrators. You're on your own. Anyway, that's that's just in the world of education. So, what 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 was the what was your so you had to advise? I know you retired a while ago, but what was what was what was that moment when you decided I'm I'm going to stop doing this? When I did not want to go to any more meetings, I was so tired of meetings. I was tired of the bureaucracy. I was tired of um, younger, inexperienced teachers telling me how to teach after I've been teaching for 25, 30 years. It's like I. I, I was I was done. I was absolutely done. Well, you mentioned younger teachers, and I hope my younger colleague doesn't listen to your po your podcast. But it wasn't this particular individual telling me what to do. It was this particular individual not wanting to contribute to anything. Well, there's that. And then, and really, just like stomping her foot like a like a juvenile. And when you work on a team and you're expected to put lesson plans in the folder for your colleagues to use. When I first started 30 years ago, and if I had said, I'm not doing it, um, I'm having a me moment right now, <laughs> I would have been written up for insubordination That's, and probably, yeah. if I hadn't changed my behavior, would have been fired. Right, they would, never, they would not have renewed this your contract. This person is coming back next year. I know. Um, Anyway, don't, that's a yeah. whole nother, that's a whole nother topic of how younger people. And, but, I, and I want to wrap this up anyway, but yes, go but, ahead. Yes. But anyway, so, that's, so that was your, your, your decision. That's mine. So I think, you know, awareness of how you're feeling, especially as you're getting older, and there are other things you could be doing with your time. Yes. Than tolerance something you just don't want to do anymore. Now, I, I, I know that there are a good handful of people, our listeners, who are already retired. 
and some who want to be retired. So they might be able to relate to this. Well, anyway, I would like to thank you for being on this episode of Archer Radio. And um, again, I wish you the happiest of retirement, and I'm going to do all I can to make it happy for you. Well, thank you for a lovely, wonderful party. You're very welcome. And I know that you are going to continue to expand. In fact, the reason why I want to take these cooking classes is to satisfy this need that you have to constantly try new foods. No. That was not necessary. (laughs) Well, too bad. All right, no rabbit stew for you. Okay, that's fine. All right. Anyway, all right, so say it with me. Uh, Well, first of all, thank you, everyone, for listening and staying subscribed and all that. And um, until next time. Bye. Bye. This show is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com.